Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, a.k.a. Triumvir Clio. Hello again. It's another Greek myth day today and another short episode. Today we will cover hymn 14. It's dedicated to the mother of the gods. Um, And just who that is, well, that's one of the things I'll talk about. (laughs) As with all of the Homeric hymns, I'm using the Susan Shelmerdine translation for this episode. In a slight change from the way I generally have structured these Homeric hymn episodes, I'm going to talk about the text before providing any background. Um, The poem is about seven lines long, and it follows the typical form. The poet invokes the muse uh, for help in singing about the mother of all gods and men. This goddess loves music and wolves and lions and the mountains and the glens. And with that description, the poet says farewell to this goddess and all other goddesses. Um, It's short and sweet. And now the reason I didn't provide any background first is that it's hard to discuss the background of this hymn without talking about the text. Um, As with most of the Homeric hymns, we don't know when this was written. And that's kind of awkward because without knowing when it was written, we can't know who it is dedicated to. Um, Who exactly is this mother of the gods? (laughs) Uh, Later Greeks gave this epithet to Rhea. So if it's you know in written was written later than probably possibly it's dedicated to her um another good candidate is kibbly or sibily um again it's that c that really should be a k in ancient greek um but it when it came latinized into english it's usually changed to a c um The description of worship in this hymn sounds very similar to the way um, worship of Kibli is frequently depicted. Um, We we have lots of um, vase paintings of of Kibli's worship, Um, and and frequently see castanets and drums and flutes and um, and wild animals such as wolves and lions were also associated with Kibli. So I mean, so she's a reasonable bet, um, but that's still just a guess I love that the farewell is to this goddess and all other goddesses which it just to me makes it feel very old that this is a very old poem um and what I find to be striking about it is how wild it is the mother of the gods is associated with nature and wild animals and this this is no Hestia this is no goddess of hearth and home not that there's anything wrong with Hestia she's pretty cool herself she is active this mother of the gods whoever she is um and and i think that this and and like i said this association with just it being so goddess centric um this is another reason to see her as an old deity like kibbele um because this depiction of womanhood and motherhood predates the the patriarchal patriarchal strictures that confined women and mothers to the home um it's, it's an ancient commentary on how tradition hasn't always been tradition. Uh, what do you think? Maybe you have another idea of who the mother of the gods might be in this, in this poem. Come and share your thoughts on the blog. The link, as always, is in the show notes. On Monday, we will read Euripides' Hecuba. Talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. 
And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.